Hello and welcome to I Love It, Don't You? The podcast where friends share with friends whether they like it or not. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Kim. And I'm Janelle. And today we are going to discuss my pick, which is the 1985 movie Clue. If you've never heard of it, uh, they actually made an adaptation of the board game Clue. And it's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a cult classic. And it's got kind of a strange cast of semi-familiar people. Namely, Tim Curry plays Wadsworth the butler. Then you have Madeline Kahn, who's Miss White. Christopher Lloyd, a.k.a. Doc Brown, is Professor Plum. Michael McKean is Mr. Green. Martin Mull, who is also Mr. Kraft, Principal Kraft, whoever from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That's what our generation will know him (laughs) as. He plays Colonel Mustard. You have Leslie Ann Warren, who I always mistake for Sigourney Weaver for some reason, playing Miss Scarlet. Colleen Camp as Yvette the Maid. And Eileen Brennan. I know her from playing Mrs. Bink in Seventh Heaven, the, like, crotchety old neighbor lady. She plays Mrs. Peacock. So... I've seen this movie several times. Elizabeth has seen it at least one other time. How many How many times have you seen it? I've this? seen it. I watched it a lot when I was a kid. It's been a while since I revisited as adult. As okay. an adult. And Kim is new to it. So, Kim, what do you think of this very, 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 like, oddball humor movie? It's ridiculous. Oh, so much. In the best possible way. Yay! <laughs> I was re-watching it last night, and I was like, I don't know that Kim's going to like this, because... It's just odd. And I knew that you weren't, mm-hmm. like, feeling good or whatever. And I was like, I'm really glad she didn't watch it tonight. Right. If I watched it last night, I probably would not have liked it. Like, it probably been like, oh, I'm not in the mood for this. When I watched it this morning, I was feeling better. And, yeah, I liked it. It's ridiculous, but in a great way. It feels like a movie that you really, like, need to watch with friends and be cutting up and making jokes throughout. Mm-hmm. But it was still good on its own. I'd never even thought about that. Watching it this time through, I was really struck by how much it made me think of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Not only because Tim Curry's in it, but it's got the dark and stormy night and people coming up in their cars and entering a mansion, Mm -hmm. being greeted by Tim Curry. (laughs) And it's also like a bottle episode. Like, both of them are like bottle episodes, sign episode, because it's on a TV show. But it all happens one place, really. Yeah. You know? I mean, Um, there's different sets, but it's all in one house like nothing takes place outside of the Mm -hmm. house except for driving to it right so there's been a lot of movies that have been made off of board games like they've had a battleship movie that comes to mind i know there's been other board game movies and they've never worked yeah ever for good reason like this shouldn't work but for some reason this movie does well, and it didn't work commercially. No. It worked in a cult classic sort of way, and that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my ideas for why that is is that it's very much kind of like British comedy in a way. Mm-hmm. It's Everything is understated. It doesn't go for, like, the fart and poop jokes or, like, if it does sexual humor, it's usually a little more understated. Things aren't raunchy. It's Nothing's, like, really completely raunchy it's a little bit kind of restrained in its humor and i wonder if that's why it didn't catch on i kind of like the restraint and the humor in it some lines reminded me kind of of sorkin especially with some of the just people going back and forth and not understanding each other i'm trying to think of that one interaction (laughs) uh colonel mustard is talking to the butler wadsworth and he's trying to figure out if anyone else is in the house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, like, that specifically kind of reminded me of, like, an Aaron Sorkin joke. The humor, there's a lot of words play oh, in yeah. it. 
and a lot of misunderstanding each other going mm-hmm. back and mm-hmm. forth. And so I think that's one reason why I liked it is because I like that sort of the right. sort of stuff. I don't know what just came out of my mouth, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah, there is a lot of wordplay within the humor and going back and forth and mm-hmm. and all of that. That's delightful to me. Mm-hmm. It feels like several of the scenes feel just like you're in the middle of the who's on first mm-hmm. bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's really, sometimes it can drag on a little bit, but I feel like for the most part, it's fun in how they do it because they do it so rapidly. Mm-hmm. Everything is just like, very 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 quick and I don't know how on earth they can remember their lines and this is not not a dialogue but like one of my favorite little monologue type parts is when they first start like the dinner part and Mrs. Peacock just out of nowhere is just like well it's a dinner I think we need to get to know each other yes. for like a full 30-45 seconds she's saying things at a like super rapid pace and it's all one take and then it just cuts to everybody just, like, staring at her. I love that part, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Okay, well, let me tell you what Clue reminded me of. Okay. Ooh, okay. There's an episode of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where they go to, like, this mystery house or whatever. And, like, it's supposed to be a weekend where there's, like a planned fake murder or whatever. Mm. And they're supposed to be like figuring it out and all stuck in the house. And then like people are really getting murdered. Spoiler alert, they're not. But (laughs) it's all part of of the game still, but they're acting like this isn't part of the game Mm. and that this is really going on. So just kind of that everybody being stuck in the house and like turning on each other and trying to figure out who's the killer among them. That's just what it reminded me of. I know that episode had to be inspired by this movie. Oh, probably. Mm -hmm. But so that's where my mind goes is to Zach Morris. Yeah. <laughs> Were you guys able to watch all three endings? Yes. Yes. Okay. See, I wasn't sure if they would have that online. So how this went was they actually filmed three different endings, and each one has a different person or persons that have committed the murders. This is all entirely spoilery. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. Because this is the true genius of this movie, is that every time that I watch it, I'm kind of sitting there trying to figure out who did it, but then I kind of forget that it is fashioned specifically so that lines are left open and they can change the plot as they will. Mm -hmm. For There's literally no way to figure out who did it when you're watching the movie. It's how they twist it at the end. From ending to ending, it changes who knows who. Like, in one ending, the motorist person is employed by one of the guests, and then in another ending, he's employed by another one of the guests, or something like that. So, I find that really smart, because of how they had to, like, balance it and write it in in such a way that it could be Mm open-ended, and not leave all of these, like, loose threads. And they're probably there, I'm just too confused in watching it. I was gonna say, Um, it didn't make me want to, like, go back to kind of the scenes they reference, and, like rewatch to see like the people they say are not there like that they actually weren't there and like Mm -hmm. that sort of thing Mm -hmm. do you have a favorite of the three endings i don't know i like different aspects so let's do we want to go over them really quick yeah Yeah. the first ending is where it's mrs scarlet right Mm -hmm. she was the one who killed everyone the second ending she she, she had an accomplice event oh yeah event helped and she was the mastermind Mm -hmm. right the second ending was oh dang it, Miss Mrs. White. It was a peacock. This peacock. peacock. 
Peacock. Okay, yes. And then the third ending was, it was everybody, except for Mr. Green, who is an FBI agent. (laughs) And the other two endings, Wadsworth Wadsworth ended up being the FBI agent. Yeah. Well, I don't know that he's actually an agent, but he's part of it. Like, he's he's in on it, and he has contacts. (laughs) I like... I don't know. I have an opinion. I have an I, opinion <laughs> I think I like the third one the best for certain reasons. Like, I like the idea that, oh, it's all of them. Like, that's been done in a lot of places before, like, in a lot of Agatha Christie books and things like that. Like, and then there were none. Like, everybody had a hand in everything mm-hmm. and, and the murder on the Orient Express. Spoilers to books that are really old. So I like that idea. I think it's really clever. And Wadsworth being shot was amazing. How he does it, <laughs> how the line is delivered, and how he dies. I'm like, yes, perfect, love it. But I'm trying to think what it is that I don't like about that ending. There's something in it that bugs me, and I don't remember what it is. For me personally, I like that ending a lot. But Wadsworth was my favorite, so I don't really like that. Uh. Like I like in the other two endings where he's like the good guy. Oh, I definitely where, like that, too. Where, so the third ending, like, I really like that everybody was kind of offing one person at a time. Like, you know, each person had the motives. But I don't like that Wadsworth ended up being the guy that was blackmailing him the whole time and kind of the big bad of it. Yeah. My other favorite was Miss Scarlet, the first one. Mm. That's interesting. She was really good. Mm-hmm. She was very good as being a villain. Mm-hmm. She was really good. But that one was actually my least favorite. It just felt kind of predictable to me that the... I mean, she's a prostitute, but she's more than that. Like, she's like a madam. The madam would um, be the one that was behind the whole thing and, like, villainizing an over-sexual female character. It's like, it just rubs me the wrong way. But my favorite one was the last one. Yeah. Long story short. Even if Wadsworth was the one that was killed, like, I just love that they all had a hand in it. And it made the all the murders more complex. Mm-hmm. And then it made me want to rewatch it and try to like look for all the ways that those people could have murdered the other people. Right. And, like, it was more to look for, I think, in the movie. That's interesting that neither of us chose the Miss Peacock though. I don't dislike any of the endings. Right. And I think it's interesting to have Miss Peacock as a villain because she seems so like ditzy and can't handle herself and everything like that, like screaming her head off when she drinks the cognac and everything. Yeah. She's hilarious. So I like the idea of her being a villain. Mm-hmm. But... I think that's the one I bought the least, though. Just kind of how oh, they yeah. laid it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think one reason maybe liking the first one over the second one was just because it was, like, the first reveal to the placement mm-hmm. of it. And Wordsworth, you know, like, so that's the first time you see, like, oh, he's really, right. you know, mm-hmm. an FBI agent or FBI person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Affiliated. Affiliate. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, had he still been the FBI agent in the third one, that would have hands down been my favorite. Mm-hmm. I really like that Mr. Green ended up being the FBI agent. <laughs> <laughs> like, he cracks me up. I don't know um, how I feel about the... I think it's a hilarious line. I'm sorry, I'm totally no, interrupting yeah, you. No, but fine. when he's like, I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no idea how to take that line because I'm like... You know, they revealed earlier that he's he a homosexual. Right. But it's like, was he really the whole time? Right. And... It's, I don't know, I think that's kind of what's clever about that line, either that or I'm missing something, Mm -hmm. because it's like, you're left to wonder. Right, like, was his homosexuality a cover, or was now he's, like, trying to act like he's straight? (laughs) Like, see, well, to me, in the scenario where he's an FBI agent, like, Mm -hmm. it was a cover. 
Yeah. Okay. But, but it's not it also, normal. <laughs> it also almost seemed like it invalidated a lot of previous, you know, like mm. that line. And, and this was in the, like the 80s. So it almost, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't kind of like that, I, that line that much. It's, it's, it was funny, but I just, yeah, it gave me I, pause and made me uncomfortable. I get that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That I totally understand that. But it's the awkward humor of it to me. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think he probably actually was simply because like nobody normally just goes yeah i'm gonna go sleep with my wife like in front of like a whole army of people um and this was also this was set in the 50s too okay the the movie was shot in the 80s but it was set in the 50s It, it has a little small caveat thing in the beginning that says you know New England, 1954, 58, something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was um, finishing something, so I missed that. Yeah. It's said in the past. That's why... I mean, their costumes and outfits and cars kind of make that clear, mm-hmm. but... Well, yeah, and at the same time, though, I could see where it would just be like, this is a very eccentric cast of characters. Mm-hmm. So I can totally see, like, the retro stuff and it being... It kind of feels timeless if you remove the cars from it, to me. Like, yeah. everything else could just be fancy, you know? Mm. I don't know. The other thing that I kind of, that made me laugh, I don't know if I was should have laughed, maybe it was inappropriate, but when the very last person who knocks on their door, the guy that's like, <laughs> I don't even know what I would call him. Oh, he was just, he was proselytizing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, and everybody else, they like paused and like, should we let him in? But with him, they were like, no. (laughs) I don't know. I just thought that was really funny. Talking about morbid humor, every single time I watch it and, like, the candy gram gets shot. (laughs) That is pretty funny. I think, I feel like I laugh at that, but then I also laugh when they just, like, walk out and look at her and then walk back inside. (laughs) I love it when they're like, all right, like, when they put the dead bodies in the parlor and they keep saying it. Okay, wait, wait, I think I interrupted you because they walk outside to the candy gram. Telegram, and they're like, Candy "This gram. is uh, what what does uh, Wadsworth say?" He's like, "Well, this is getting serious." <laughs> <laughs> the third person means it's getting serious. There's five other bodies though at that point, oh, and he's five. like, "This is getting serious now." <laughs> and they keep putting. Wadsworth. All right, let's put the dead body in the parlor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I did so really funny. enjoy when the police officer they were showing around the police officer so they were all like pretending to make out with dead bodies <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the most happy sounding song and making one look like he was just passed out drunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't know why but that thoroughly cracked me up I actually used a line from this movie a few days ago when I was talking to our friend Lauren because I was talking about somebody ticking me off really bad. And I was like, okay, have you seen Clue? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, flames on my yeah. head. And <laughs> and I hadn't watched it yet at this point. Mm-hmm. But I just, that has always stuck with me when I think of this movie. I think of Mrs. White just being flames. And that was ad-libbed, apparently. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Which makes total sense. Mm-hmm. The humor in this is just so awkward sometimes mm-hmm. that it's hilarious or it's completely understated like in the beginning when Wadsworth has very obviously stopped like stepped in dog crap and nobody says anything yes and they, he just like sniffing <laughs> yeah that's why like in the first like 
five minute seats like when everybody first comes in they all go and like every time lift Watson up their shoes yeah. every time okay mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest for the first 15 minutes I was finishing up some stuff for our website <laughs> <laughs> I was watching, but I was a little distracted. Yeah, no, that's fine. The humor is so off-kilter in this movie. And it's, I mean, you definitely do have to be in the right mood to watch it. Because last night I was like, it's funny, but I'm not laughing as hard as I have before. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's maybe because it's like nighttime and I'm cold and I'm curled up on my couch and I'm watching this in the dark by myself. (laughs) I like sad. I mean, it had been a long time since I'd watched it and I really ended up enjoying it again. And I'm glad that it's... I still liked it, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes you watch things when you're a kid and you watch them and you're like, watch them as an adult and you're like, oh, I, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie was still good. But I also picked up on more things. Mm-hmm. I understood more things than when I was a kid. I really like the line, communism was just a red herring. <laughs> You'll see that pop up randomly on the Internet and it's from here. Uh, it's It's from Clue. Yeah. There's so much more adult humor. Like, I've, I've only ever watched this as a grown-up. I saw it for the first time in undergrad. Every time I watch it, I catch more and more adult humor that's in this movie. And Christopher Lloyd's character is disgusting. Yes, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he's as disgusting as possible at every single point in time. Mm-hmm. Like, looking was kind to of the hard- side, and he's, like, laying his head on Yvette's boob and staring at the other boob. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow. When I was younger, I didn't connect that he was uh, Doc Brown from mm-hmm. Back to the Future. But now, like, I watched it. I'm like, no, Doc Brown. <laughs> this was released that same year, too. Really? Yeah. Do you think that there's a more complex theme underlying all of it? With, like, I think there's, like, this commentary on McCarthyism. Yeah. Um, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because they're all more shocked that Wadsworth's wife was friends with socialists <laughs> yeah. than everybody else's problems. They're like, oh, God. Yeah, not socialism. <laughs> oh, I love the line where Mr. Wadsworth is explaining that Mr. Body was blackmailing them because they were all doing un-American things. Mm-hmm. And so he decided, instead of reporting those things, to do the most American thing you can do and make money off of it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. You know, those are just things I never caught when I was a kid. Right. Well, and that's the same excuse that Miss Scarlet uses as well is that she does the what every member of the oldest profession is capitalistic she sells things yeah it's very much got like social commentary going through it for Mm -hmm. sure which makes sense for the time period that it's set in yeah you know it was it was during all of like the cold war stuff and like hunting out nazis and socialists and everything right so it makes sense totally i like it I like it. I don't think about that, though, when I think about this movie. No, yeah. Because it's kind of done in a farcical way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which I think is great. Like, it's not preachy or anything, you know? Yeah. So, like, when you can tell a story and still, like, comment on something, that's the best. (laughs) I did just read something on IMDb, though. The guy who plays Mr. Body, his name is Lee Ving. (laughs) That's part of the reason why he was chosen for it. Really? Living Mr. Body. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what did you guys think of, like, the costumes and stuff like that? I liked them. Good. The costumes are good. Very well done. That I thought that really a couple, fun. like, I thought Miss Scarlet might be really cold. I was worried that right? she might feel really cold in that dress. Really cold? <laughs> like, she's just about got everything out there. Mm-hmm. But she worked it. She did. Um, worse than that, though, was, like, Yvette. Oh my gosh. One thing that I've tried to figure out every time I've watched this, though, is, is Yvette French 
or not. Because in the one scene where she gets murdered, it looks like she says something to whoever it is that murders her, and it sounds like she's saying it in a regular voice. And I think that would lend credence to everybody knowing her already, is that, you know, she's tried to remake herself, become a new person or whatever. Yeah. So she's hiding who she is. I don't know. What do you guys think? I never questioned whether or not she was French. Yeah, that never entered my mind. Yeah, I mean, if you get a chance to go back and watch it, like, listen listen to her in that scene, because that's the one thing that I'm not a massive fan of with this movie, is that everything goes so fast-paced mm-hmm. that it's hard to keep up. But in some ways, that's awesome. Yeah. Because my biggest gripe and my biggest cheer at the same time, the thing that I like the worst and the most, is how the ending is done. It's probably the only movie in history that can get away with retelling the entire movie yeah (laughs) (laughs) and not even from different perspectives Mm -hmm. like some movies will do that they'll have flashbacks but show it the murderer's point of view or something not even that they literally run through the entire movie again and it takes like 20 minutes yeah but you don't care because it's so dang funny because it's done so fast that it feels like it's all one take of Tim Curry just running around like a maniac, falling all over the place, yeah. reenacting and like, everything. And, like, there's a lot of physical comedy there, too. Oh, it's so physical. Tim, it's so funny. Tim Curry was um, just amazing, especially in that retelling of, like, what was going on. Right? Mm-hmm. There were times where it was like, okay, and but at the same time, as you're starting to think, okay, like a little too much the other members are sitting there going we know this we were already here let's move (laughs) on it could have veered off into this is way too much right but they kind of and sometimes it might have Mm -hmm. it's oh yeah it definitely does at the same time like they recognize that and call themselves out on Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. which helps yeah that's part of the reason why there's a lot of shows that most people find crap that I love because you can look at it and, get, and know that the actors were having fun and that they also called themselves out on their own bullcrap. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple shows where I've seen where the actors have put in lines that are like, oh, that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and seen behind the scenes where they're like, yeah, we put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I, one of the things that I had trouble with the ending also that makes me want to go back through and watch it again mm-hmm. because when you have the DVD, you can select which ending you see if you want. Oh. Um, or you can have it put it on there at random, or you can watch all three. Mm-hmm. I want to see the second one in relation because it kind of in it, it starts at an odd place. Like I can't quite place where uh-huh. it is for the explanation of like, like where it starts explaining it. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, um, the online version sits there and takes you through Miss Scarlet first, mm-hmm. right, and then does like a little placard. Mm-hmm. saying, like, possibly this, you know, like, or it could have happened this way and goes through Miss Peacock yeah. and then goes, but it really happened this way and gives you the last one. Right. Like That's, that's how the DVD does it, too. Okay. When you go to play the movie, it will pop up with, like, do you want it to randomly choose an ending or do you want to watch all three? And I think there's another way that you can go in and see just the endings and choose which one you want to see. Okay. Not sure, though. It's interesting, though. It's like a customizable experience. (laughs) Okay, I have a question. Okay. Besides, you know, the three murderers that they give us, or those three scenarios, who else do you think, like, would you have liked to see done it, like, on their own? You know, like, how they have, like, Miss Scarlet, Miss Peacock, or... That's a good question. I know this is going to kind of contradict what I said earlier, Mm -hmm. but I kind of would have liked if Wadsworth just killed them all. 
Yeah. But not be as Mr. Body, though. Like, I don't like that he turned out to be Mr. Body oh, in the last okay. one. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. true. So, like, if he's, gonna be a, if he's going to be a murderer, I would prefer him to have just murdered everybody. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what would his motivation be? I don't know. But they were all un-American. <laughs> <laughs> he is, too. He's yeah. British, for heaven's sake. <laughs> that they were just pissing him off that day. Um... <laughs> Oh, he kills all of them, and then he frames Mr. Body for the murders. There we go. Mm. Li- yes. <laughs> Although Mr. Body's dead. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, this was the 50s, though. I doubt that they would have been but able suicide, to tell that it was... Yeah. yeah. He could have very easily set that up. That's hilarious. Yeah, to think about that it, that way, no forensic evidence. So, <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> no forensic so, evidence. That's, that's so- a riot. <laughs> funny people getting away with murder <laughs> i think it would have been interesting if it was mr body all along like a the oh. the guest that was mr body mm-hmm. because then they could have taken a page straight out of like agatha christie's books and it was i think i said and then there were none earlier i'm not yes. sure mm-hmm. i can't remember if anybody else actually kills yeah they do other people kill kill each other but, like, there's one person that they think has been dead the whole time, but he faked it. Oh. Um, That's what happened in the Say by the Bell episode. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I'm not surprised. I feel like both of those... Well, major spoilers today. <laughs> I, well, I feel like the Clue movie and that were probably from And Then There Were None, because that's one of, like, her okay. biggest mm-hmm. books, mm-hmm. though she's had lots of really big books. Yeah, if I think it would have been interesting if it was Mr. Body all along. And maybe, like, Professor Plum would have had to have been in on it for him to be alive each one of those times. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I think that would have been an interesting angle. Mm-hmm. And then him just, like, walk out. Be like, da 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 everybody did. <laughs> um, Everybody's dead. Everybody did. They gone. Mm-hmm. Did you all have a favorite character? That's hard. That's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to say Wadsworth. Wadsworth is mm-hmm. easy to like, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, the guests of who I like the mm-hmm. most. Like, who was, like, the most fun to watch? Probably Mrs. Peacock, I suppose. You think so? I don't think... Yeah. I, don't I was going to say, see, Wadsworth and Colonel Mustard's interactions were oh, the most were, fun to watch. Yeah, those mm-hmm. were so much fun. Yeah. So if I had to choose a guest, it would probably be him because of his interactions with right. Wadsworth. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite moments, though, are Mrs. Peacock. Because she's just, uh, like, absurd. She can scream at the drop of a hat mm-hmm. and absolutely nothing and it's so funny yeah yeah i'm gonna say her if i'm not gonna say wadsworth mm-hmm. okay i don't know like maybe mrs white <laughs> just because for a minute like i thought maybe her and wadsworth were kind of like in the know on something mm-hmm. okay like that's kind of like how maybe how my ending would be like that they were actually both killing guests but they didn't know that the other one was killing guests (laughs) (laughs) and so they like because part of it was like when they get paired up to go search the house and there's that moment where they like both are going into different rooms but they like do not trust each other at all yes Yes. (laughs) because i'm like one of you knows (laughs) well i'm like i don't know so that's kind of like i think that's that's my favorite right now but yeah, yeah definitely wadsworth i mean he's just Tim Curry was just so much fun to watch, like, just mm-hmm. perform in this uh, this movie. 
I feel like it would have also been interesting if Mr. Green had been the murderer. Yes. Because they do a, they take a lot of time trying to set up that he's accident prone. Like, he literally says it two or three times, and he spills, like, glasses on people constantly. So if he just accidentally killed everybody? <laughs> that oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh, we could get, like, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, yeah. like mashed in with this. <laughs> oh, that would have been great! <laughs> it was, like, none of it was on purpose. It and was I like the idea that it's all an accident, because I think then his line when the policeman um, arrives, and he's like, well, I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, it still works, even if it's, uh-huh. like, an accident. Because, I mean, he still does it, but he's like, I don't feel guilty because right. it's an accident. Of course, obviously, if you were a human, you would still <laughs> accidentally killing someone. So, have you guys noticed this anywhere else in pop culture? Uh, can you be more specific? I was going to say, can you define this? That's a broad well, question. Th- the movie in general, because I know there's been a lot of other things that have referenced it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me just seeing, like, communism is a red herring. I feel like I've seen that on t-shirts, for one thing. Yeah. And on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main thing where I've seen it, though, is that Psych actually did I was thinking an about episode Psych. of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they got original actors from it. The only person that they didn't get was Tim Curry because he'd actually already been on the show as a different character right. a couple times. Mm-hmm. There's so much pop culture references in Psych. I love it. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, 80s, you know, because that's, like, Sean's, like, wheelhouse. <laughs> I feel like I know more about the 80s from Sean Spencer than I do from anywhere else. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love his... Okay, we're going to go off on a tangent. Your babies, the both of you. I love his obsession with... Uh, what's that guy's name? John Hughes movies. Um, I love his obsession with that. <laughs> so great. So I guess off of that, though, there's... Did you guys notice that there's certain lines that they tried to keep in every ending? Like, the communism is a red yep. herring was in every mm-hmm. single one of them. And then other characters switch up other lines in the ending. Yeah. Like, I'd need to go watch the endings again, but, like, each ending seemed familiar in mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Uh, different people say communism is a red herring. Usually it's Wadsworth, but, like, one of the times it's Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. And then what else was it? If I hadn't have been trying to say this now, I would know it. Mm-hmm. There's a couple others. I'm dead ending, guys. And okay. I feel like Mrs. White because I have something, like, right in the middle of my head. <laughs> Ow. Uh, the gun thing, though, like, um, they did that in two. Like, whoever has the gun mm. is the guilty one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did do that. And here's the thing, though. Isn't there two guns? I thought there was only one. I thought there was only one. I was thinking there was two. And I know there was two at least once the cop got there. Well, once the cop oh, got yeah. there, yes. Yeah, Which but, like, wait, before yeah. that, I, f- I was thinking there was another one. There's, as many times as I've watched this, I feel like this is my third or fourth time watching it, I get confused every single time. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not even in a bad way, though. Like, are you guys frustrated when you get confused by movies? It depends. Yeah, it depends. Not with this one, though. Like, I was really happy I didn't remember who done it, you know? Yeah. I feel like it sucks you in, like, really easily. Mm -hmm. Unless you are so trying to, like, figure out who it is. I think you're fine, but if you're trying to figure out who it is, it's probably the most frustrating thing ever. I think I tried to sit down one time and keep track of who was in what room when, and I very quickly found out that was a terrible idea. Yeah? Because <laughs> I was just going to do it through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, because I like to watch detective-type things or mm-hmm. PI-type things. Like, if I figure it out as we go along, that's fine, but I don't, like, try and drive myself crazy with yeah. trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. 
because I just want to enjoy it and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I try to yeah. figure it out, but I always like when I'm surprised, which I usually am because I'm terrible at solving mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> and I fall for every red herring. <laughs> like every red herring I fall for. Sometimes I'm better than others. And sometimes I'm like, okay, they're being too predictable when I'm like mm-hmm. getting it, con- like in a TV show, when I'm like constantly like able to be like, oh, it's that guy. Like, because mm-hmm. certain shows, like they wrote <coughs> their mysteries. <laughs> I was thinking Castle. Oh yeah. They like they would write it like a certain way and it was like, "Oh, that guy came in early, had one line. He's the one who it is." You knew the placement of the people mm-hmm. sometimes after a while like who it was going to be. I'll literally be like watching a TV show and I'll be like, "That's him. That's him. It's her." <laughs> It's her. I, I feel like I feel like we've watched TV shows and you've done that. Maybe not, <laughs> but I can definitely see you doing that. I think That's everybody me. did it. I'm that person too, but like I don't usually actively try to do it. I just I like it when I'm able to like kind of turn off my brain while I'm watching something and just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. This movie, you find out very quickly that like it is unpredictable. Like, you can still try, mm-hmm. and you can pick up on things. Like, I definitely pick up every time on, like, oh, it's her favorite recipe. And I know that that's important, but I'm like, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> um, it means she's the killer in one of the endings. <laughs> well, it Actually, means... in two of the two of the endings, because... Uh, right, in the last yeah. ending. In the last ending, that was who she was responsible for killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, my brain doesn't go to, oh... The cook must have been employed by her. Right. I'm just like, oh, she's being blackmailed. They somehow found out this information because they know other things about her. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I don't know. I like it when the plot line is not so glaringly obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't want to be super confused. Agreed. So, <laughs> seeing as you, you're newest to this and, and you probably have more to explore, Kim, um, do you think you're going to dive in and watch this again? That's a good question. Like, I've been asking myself that question today. Yeah. I think eventually I probably will watch it again, or if I am channel flipping and see it on TV, stop it and watch it, or if we're hanging out and need something ridiculous to watch, being like, hey, let's yeah. watch Clue, you yeah. know? So I definitely can see me rewatching it some in the right circumstance. I don't see me, like, just binging on, like, rewatching it a lot. Oh, yeah. Okay, I have a fabulous idea. That's probably not actually a good idea. But we could have, like, a clue party <laughs> where everybody dresses up as one of the characters. Like, someone could be Wadsworth, then, like, someone could be Colonel Mustard. It could be amazing. And then we could watch Clue. <laughs> that would be fun. That, that would be fun. Okay. But... Um, an evening where we don't kill each other, though. No, no yes. worries. Okay, okay. We all survive the evening, right? Yeah, we all this survive. This isn't your plot to kill us, correct? <laughs> I will not kill any of you. Thank you. <laughs> Janelle? Just the other people, apparently, she's going to kill. <laughs> oh, I'm only, not going to kill anyone. There's only three of us in this room. <laughs> so Lauren, watch out. <laughs> she has so much left to live for, though. <laughs> So, has anybody been keeping up with the other shows that we've been watching? I'm keeping up with This Is Us. Just finished the most recent episode. It was so good. Yeah, I've been keeping up with new episodes for This Is Us, Flash, and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I'm all caught up to date on all of those. I've just been watching Heart of Dixie a I was going to say, I've been re-watching Heart of Dixie still, <laughs> and sometimes um, The Flash. It's been fabulous. I have been... 
working my butt off to working my butt off to watch TV. Um, <laughs> to get, I understand. That's yeah. the kind of work I like. I've gotten caught up on Flash and Supergirl. I don't know. We haven't watched this, but an Arrow. I I actually slacked off on This Is Us for a while because I was trying. Like right after we started watching Supergirl was when I found out they were going to have the, the crossover mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And I was like, gosh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get caught up on everything. So I've been watching that. And I'm, I think, an episode or two behind on This Is Us because they took a break. So I didn't get super behind. Yeah, we had one week without This Is Us. It was, it was, we really needed it was helpful really for needed me. It. Okay. Um, and then I've also been binging on Kitchen Nightmares because why not? <laughs> Yeah, why not? Why not? I like seeing Gordon Ramsay yell at people, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's where I'm at in life. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) When I'm stressed, I watch Gordon yell at people as he digs through their crappy, nasty freezers. you want to be yelling at people. I was going to say, is that (laughs) so that you don't yell at people? Probably. That's total. That's a good, good way to. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm also yelling at characters all the time too, so that helps. Mm -hmm. Because I couldn't scream more at the people in Flash and Supergirl right now. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness, I can't believe things are happening that I do not enjoy. Yes. (laughs) Nothing's like terrible, but like it's it's not the quality that it was of the first season. In the Flash or Supergirl? Supergirl. Supergirl. Really. Mm Mm-hmm. And Flash, there's some annoying things going on, but overall, I don't think it's that bad. Interesting. More of the same is the issue. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyways, so Elizabeth, what, what are we watching watch next time? Or Let's, reading or What are we experiencing? To or it's not a show. It's an experience. It's not a lifestyle. I hadn't even That's thought about Girls. reading books. Okay, so this week I'm going to make you guys watch the first five episodes of Scream, the TV show. Um, I'm trying to think. It probably needs a warning, a content warning. It's There's violence. There's probably cussing. There's underage drinking. All the things that I love to watch. (laughs) There's probably sexual content. Um, a nice, wholesome show. <laughs> it's not sounding any worse than all the other things you've made us watch that you haven't put content warnings on. <laughs> well, I finally remembered this time. <laughs> so, you know, if any of those things disturb you, watch out. It's also another mystery, and I just think it's a lot of fun. <laughs> For all the reasons I've warned you about it and more. <laughs> so, the first five episodes, and they're on Netflix. If you want more I Love It, Don't You content... Uh, visit our website, iloveitdontyou.wordpress.com. You can follow us on our social media. I haven't posted in forever. <laughs> and um, if you like our podcast, please review us on iTunes. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.